serve it up to the whiskey run dry you take your sugar and take your sweets and welcome everybody to lunacy podcast my name is tony i'm here with dave david and connor dave stevens david sterling connor ennis i am tony pervernanzi it is sunday the day after the loons home opener against the new york red bulls um Guys, it's also uh, a good drinking day because it's Sunday. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, we did get a bunch of snow. Well, not a bunch of snow here. Snow, snow, snow. snow. It's been snowing like off and on for the last week here. David's had nice uh, 70 to 80 degree weather. He's been enjoying himself down in Florida. Uh, the boys weren't here. Uh, Connor and David weren't here last week. So they didn't get to you know, join in all the crazy stuff that Dave and I did. Which was, you know, off off the rails pretty much. Um, I did want to mention that. Uh, speaking of, we're drinking, of course. Uh, you can now get a Castle Danger Cream Ale at Allianz Field. Connor, you were there last night. Did you have one? Or I did, did not you... have a. I, I did not have a Castle Danger. No, but they also had the Lupulin Hui. Oh yes, um, the Hui, yes. which which I had. So I, I did have that one. They had that on tap? Yes, they do. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah, so Lupulin and Ca- or Castle Danger are both out there. Um, I saw a picture of the taps uh, for Castle Danger, so I'm very excited about that when I get out to a game. Um, what else? Uh, David, how's spring break down in Florida? Uh, you know, oh. it it hasn't started up quite yet. Um yeah. It's going to get into full swing next week, I think. Man, I won't now, even be here for that. So, where are you going to be? Have you gone? Disney. Oh, Disney. Okay. Yeah. Again. Well, yes. It's fine. Again. The big question, David, for you, though, is will Spring Break be big down in Fort Myers? Are, have they cleaned everything up? Is the beach back open? Are things like. Yeah. So, the, the beaches opened uh, last weekend actually um however then they had red tide so oh no um, and if anybody doesn't know what red tide is it's is bacteria well not really bacteria it's a fungus that uh is caused by fresh water warm water seawater warm air and it basically kills everything in sight so um you have tons of fish dead fish on the beaches and it uh causes a lot of respiratory issues so it's not terribly pleasant um so yeah, the beach is open just in time to be closed for red tide. Um, but now that's subsided. And I, I suspect I mean it, there are probably people down here, but there's not a there aren't a lot of places to stay. Um, especially on Fort Myers Beach. Most of the stuff is still closed. Interesting, uh, so. yeah. Uh, cause I I've been uh, just for fun, I during uh, spring training is in full effect down there. So I'll just kind of during most of the days, at least over the past week or almost two weeks now, I've been just having the games on, you know, while I'm at work or or whatnot. And, you know, listening to them, of course, twins play down in Fort Myers. Yeah. And so they're constantly talking about Fort Myers. They'll even have like tourist, you know, tourist officials on yep. and to talk about Fort Myers. And they did bring that up about a week. I think it was a week ago that the beach is open. I didn't hear about the red tide, but yeah, they're, they're kind of making it sound like, you know, it's different. It's not the same, but, you know, they're still encouraging, you know, people to come down and it's still yeah. plenty to do. Spend spend your money, college students. Go down there and get wasted. Yeah. Yep. They, now, 
David, have you thought about turning your house into an Airbnb during spring break? Um, no. And you wouldn't want I to. mean, I suppose we could make a shit ton of money, but technically it's against our HOA rules. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. Not that course, that's, yeah. I mean, not that that's really a deterrent, but people do sure. it all the time. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it just sounds like it'd be too much of a mess. Yeah. You'd be cleaning up puke stains and shit like that. You don't want that happening. And what about your right. pets? Would you leave your dog there and your other pets there? Like, hang out? Be like, hey, house comes with a dog. There you go. That, yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, have fun. <laughs> Eat my dog. Have fun with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we get into uh, the drinks tonight, guys, I did also want to mention that friend of the podcast, Samantha Woj. Have you guys been following what she got to do this last yeah. uh Yeah, she got to do live art, right? Live art. Night. Tor- yeah. Toronto, the Maple Leafs had her up to uh, Maple Leafs Garden, I think. And uh, she did a live uh, a drawing using a hockey stick of their uh, mascot. I forgot it was a mascot. And mascot's name is Carlton the Bear. And did it live yeah. in front of everybody. Uh, and it, it, amazing. I, this She's come back on the podcast at some point here, guys. I think maybe when we yeah. play Montreal, we'll have her yeah. on. Uh, but she has done so many great things in the past year since she's been on our podcast. Not saying that we had anything to do with that. Because really, we didn't. It's just that she just exploded in this last year, and holy shit! And I think they flew her out there and everything, and they gave her a hockey stick and some guys signed. I I don't know. She just had a great weekend in Toronto. So uh, hats off to Samantha. I mean, yeah, way to go, Sam. Yeah, what a great, what a great story, guys. What a great story. And she's also a great person to talk to on a podcast. She is. As scared as she was to come on here, and you would not never be able to know say it. And that, well, she was scared not to be able to say things. And then we kind of got in the rhythm, and she was like, "Yeah, this is cool. I can do this all day." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, great guest." So, if you guys, ha- if any listeners haven't gone on to her Twitter account, it is uh, Samantha Woj Art. Uh, so look her up. Um, and we follow her, and uh, I think I retweeted her stuff a bunch of times. So check her out. I enjoy it because it's it's great stuff. All right, guys, it is Sunday. We are drinking. Uh, let's see. Where do you start with? Uh, Connor, let's start with you. What are you drinking tonight? I have a new brewery tonight, Tony. Hooray! Um, it's uh, I don't know how new they actually are on the scene, but um, I'd never heard of them before a couple of days ago. They're called Fat Pants Brewing in, in Eden Prairie. Um, pants. Fat awesome. Pants. Yeah. And uh, they have an IPA. I walked in the, I, on the way home from work one day. I just I walked in. I saw it on the map, and I was like, "Oh, it's a new brewery." So I checked it out on the way home because I work in Shakopee. Um, so I went through. I went through there and asked them, "Hey, uh, do you have an IPA that is nice and hoppy, dry, and uh, not a lot of citrus in it?" And they gave me something called the Devotion. IPA and it's 7.2% uh, alcohol and it is delicious. It's just what I'm just what I look for in an IPA. So it's it's nice and dry, nice and hoppy, very little very little citrusy, no juicy, no hazy. And uh, the the tap house itself is uh, really cool as well. They've got like 
it, it looks like it it, it looked like, look like a little almost UPS like or a food truck um in there that kids can play in and they've got like games in there and um I I was only in there for a couple of minutes so I only checked out the tap tap room a little bit but man I would I definitely want to go back and check it out because they oh they also have for those of you who are foodies, they also have a nice brunch deal on sun, on Saturdays and Sundays too. So, uh, nice. you're looking for a good brunch? Uh, go to Fat Pants in Eden Prairie. Fat Pants. All right. Yeah. Cool. I have a feeling they've been around for a little bit. I think. I don't know if this is a brewery that reached out to us last year or the year before. I think they saw us and they said something to us the effect of "Come on down and do a podcast at our brewery." I huh. think. I believe they did. Maybe it wasn't them. But Eden Prairie sounds familiar to me. Might have been them. So, all right. Well, great. Uh, well, Dave and I are drinking a beer beers from the same brewery, right, Dave? That is correct. Yeah, I've got mine. All right. Well, I'll go first. Uh, Dave and I stopped by Heavy Rotation on Friday night, and uh, I had I was going to pick up a crowler or a howler, as they called them. Called Dave and said, "Hey, come on up." He brought Merlin along because he was babysitting. I had a couple beers, played some pull tabs, chatted. Uh, I got the Through Being Cool, which is a blood orange cold IPA. It's at 6%. It's, uh, they call it citrus hoppy refreshing. And I will tell you, it is refreshing. You can taste the hops in it. And you can also taste a little bit of the, the blood orange they put in that bad boy. A little citrus going on there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice drink. I like it very much. Dave, you had it while we were there. I was going to say, yeah, that was the the first beer that I got when we got to the brewery through being cool. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And I think I was telling you, I have a hard time going in breweries now and not ordering an IPA um, where I would never do that in the past. But now that that was a good one. That one did not disappoint. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I can tell the difference between blood orange and orange and an IPA, easy IPA like that. But uh, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, did you want to mention also, Dave's going to talk about his beer in a second. Uh, they have a beer they made with a uh, wrestling superstar, Gable Stevenson, uh, who is from Apple Valley, from our our Dave and I's area down in the South Metro. Uh, of course, he wrestled at the University of Minnesota. He's signed to a WWE contract right now. And he made a beer with the guys that uh, have the rotation. It's called Pillow Fight. It is a graham cracker and cinnamon dark lager. And... Uh, I want to try it. I didn't get a chance to. I really wish I would have because it sounds very tasty. But uh, yeah, so if you're up there, grab a pillow fight uh, brewed with uh, Gable Stevenson. Uh, Dave, what did you pick up from uh, Heavy Rotation? Well, per your recommendation while we were there, that's a good transition because that's exactly what I ended up uh, bringing home. I got a howler of the uh, I got a howler of the pillow fight. Oh, you did nice. Ab- absolutely. So, thank you for describing it because, uh, yeah, you, you're you, when we were there uh, before we left. You I remember? Were, you know, I knew I was going to pick up a howler for the podcast, but uh, yeah, you certainly recommended it. So I said, okay. yeah, oh, good. Go, I just go with that. sorry, brain yeah. fart, Jimmy Christmas. I, I guess so because you're like you're like Dave. You got to get this one. You got to get this one. So <laughs> I certainly did. And yeah, get, shout out to Gable Stevenson because of course, be, uh, you know, he of course he's from Apple Valley, but also. Went to the University of Minnesota, my alma mater as well. And then, of course, he was a uh, gold medalist in the 2020 mm-hmm. Tokyo Olympics, of course, played in what, 2021. But still, yes. that, that that was awesome. So, yeah. I And now I guess he's a WWE 
wrestler yet to wrestle, but he signed a contract. I, I don't watch yep. WWE much, but uh, apparently that's the case. So cool. Yeah. So anyways, the, yeah, you, uh, you uh, lined up pretty good for me, Tony. And it is, it's uh yeah, like I said, graham cracker and cinnamon and dark lager. So yeah, I feel like it's been a little while since I'd had a lager, you know, on this podcast. So this is a dark lager. You know, when you look at it, it is extremely dark. It, it looks more like a porter or a stout. If you didn't know it was a lager, looking at it, you'd think it was a stout. Um, certainly doesn't taste like a stout. It is a dark lager. Comes in at seven percent, so it's it's a it's a little strong, but not uh, not over the top. Certainly, it doesn't taste strong at all either, which is nice. And so, it uh, does have that cinnamon graham cracker kind of taste to it, but certainly not overwhelming at all. It's not. I wouldn't describe this as sweet at all. If I if you didn't tell me it had you know cinnamon and gra- graham cracker notes in it, I might not even be able to pick those out right away. The 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 only thing that kind of hits you a little bit is it's got just a it's, it's pretty malty. It's very rich. It's got like a, a, a strong roast character to it. Um, so, but again, not like a coffee, but it does definitely have, the, has that roast character. So it is uh, pretty good. It's a Czech style lager, by the way. So good. yeah, not disappointed at all. I'm glad. Uh, thanks Tony for your recommendation. It was a good one. I totally forgot Tony. I kept hitting you up to get that shit. That yeah. I, you I mentioned actually, it several times. Yeah. I, yeah. I fucked up on that bad boy. No, um, no, you didn't. but I anyway, didn't. yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad I got it because hence the name of the brewery, Heavy Rotation Brewing Company, it won't be there for long. So I'm glad I got a chance to try it. Yeah. And uh, again, guys, if you're ever, ever up there and waiting for a friend to get there like I was for Dave because he had a three, who the f- guys, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Who the fuck schedules a 3 p.m. meeting call on a Friday? Who does that? I, I mean, I've done a four o'clock before, but not by Ooh. choice. Not by yeah. choice. Well, Dave yeah. didn't do it by choice. Yeah, no. And <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I want to take this chance to apologize again to you. Because, yeah, you mentioned <laughs> you wanted to go up there at 2.30. And I was like, oh, boy, I got a, that terrible timing. I got a three o'clock meeting. Uh, the only thing, and, and not only that, it was scheduled for an hour. And I'm like, oh, it probably won't even go the hour. Well, sure enough, it ended up going about an hour and I think 10 minutes. So, well into the Friday afternoon. And I, the only thing I'll say, it was a customer, you know, it was a few, few of my coworkers and then a couple of people from our customer out in Colorado. And so of course it's a day earlier in Colorado. So it was only Thursday there. So again, uh, <laughs> or is that an hour earlier? I always, I think that. that's I an, think hour an hour earlier. earlier. Yeah. Okay. yeah, something yeah. Like that. You can, uh, so I'm waiting for Dave, and of course, the nice thing about that place is they got the arcade machine there. It's one of those select, you know, select your Nintendo game arcade machines. They got all Super Mario Brothers on there, one, two, and three. They got Tetris, they got Excite Bike, they got Mike Tyson Punch Out, they got Tecmo Bowl, they got Pac Man, they got uh, what's the other one I played? Uh, something else too. So I sat there and played that while I was waiting for Dave. Which so you know, if you're waiting for any friends, you can just play those games and they're free. So. Never a waste of time to play those games. Of course Ah. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, now we got Minnesota beers out of the way. David, what are you drinking from the land of Florida today? Well, uh, first, Tony, your beer. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be interested to know where they got the name of it. Uh, Back, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how long, 20 years ago. There is more than that, 22, 23 years ago. There was a band that I listened to called Saves the Day. 
and their mm-hmm. big album was through being cool. That could be it. So I wonder if that's it. Uh, really oh, great yeah. record, by the way. If anybody's well, you know, interested in pop punk, listen to that. You know the uh, the guy, one of the co-owners, of course, is the old marketing guy from uh, from uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the name of that brewery uh, with the big backyard? Udapils. Um, Udapils. Yeah, he's the yeah. old marketing guy from Udapils. That's why he knows us. I have a feeling he's a big music guy, and I wouldn't be surprised at all yeah. if this has something to do with it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I yeah, I highly recommend the record if anybody's interested in pop punk. Um, they're pretty good. Um, just looking at a couple of their different names right now of their beers, and like I said, it is a heavy rotation. But they have like n- one of them is called Twenty One Plus Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wasted, yeah. wasted oh years. yeah. So you can mm-hmm. not, good vi- good vibrations. Good vibrations. So you, you okay. can good see vibration, maybe not yeah. maybe not all the song. Maybe all of them are, and I just don't recognize. But yeah, clearly there's some definitely references to uh, hi nice. hat, hi hat. Lean yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, sorry, I have to use my phone to see because I'm outside right now in the in the dark. Are there any? Oh, any you're outside. Oh, okay. there are any, any rats? I, I don't. Are there any rats, rats out there? There, <laughs> no there rats. is. There's palm trees right there, though. Palm yeah. trees, and there's we a should, lime tree right here. Right we here. get it. It's nice down there. We should <laughs> let's let's talk. Just hold on a sec, because you weren't on the podcast last weekend, so we couldn't talk about the rat that you had. Oh <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, during the game. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's a rat. Um, you know, maybe he's seven inches long. Um, he was just, does it, he was does just, it still run around? Yeah, it does. I, I saw it a couple nights ago. I didn't see it last night, though, during the game. Mm. Um, but it it's uh, pretty docile. Um, mm-hmm. I actually ended up chasing it around the yard with a water hose uh, because I felt bad trying to kill it. So um, I figured I'd scare it. But um, yeah. yeah, but it was it was out a few nights ago. Um, not last night, or the, at least that I noticed. Um, okay, my beer, my beer. I'll get to my yeah, beer. Yeah. Um, so this is from Fort Myers Brewing Company. I I don't know the last time that I had something from them. I think it's been quite a while. Um, this beer is outrageous. It is the brown sugar rum barrel aged brown and out. Imperial brown ale aged. Yeah. That sounds delicious. delicious. Um, and alcoholy. It sounds very alcoholy yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 10.7 um ABV. This is maybe one of the best Imperial ales I've had. Mm. It is just I mean, it's a bomb for uh maltiness. Um, you can just on the back end, you can taste the brown sugar like you wouldn't believe. Um, I don't. I, in fact, I guess I don't know. That could be the rum too. It's there's a heavy sweetness which could be either of those two things again. Um, but man, like I'm just sitting here. I haven't had a drink now since Dave got done talking about his beer, <laughs> and all I all I get is just this heavy heavy brown sugar and it's not like outrageously sweet but the flavor is just incredible um yeah i don't even know what else to say about this uh as you guys can see it's pitch black well actually it's a little there's a 
there's a little brownness to it if you get a light on it. Um, it's not super carbonated, which is, I think, generally expected in these. Um, yeah, it's just really good. Good stuff. Nice. I mean, uh, looks like it's good. Uh, 10% is going to kick you in the ass, though, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what, again... Which it came in a bottle, right? And they do the whole wax on the bottle yes. thing. Yeah, right? so it's a bottle and, of wax. Yeah. Right, yeah. So those are really, I mean, what I thought, I, I used to get Surly's Darkness Days every year, right? And I still have a couple that I've been hanging on to. And I'm waiting for people to come over and 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 drink with me because it's you can't really drink, you know, the whole bottle yourself. I mean, Oh, right, yeah. You, those are 750s, you, right? Yeah, you, you, you can... But you really shouldn't drink the whole bottle yourself, right? It's more a sharing type of deal, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's you know, it's it's the nice thing about those you should share them with your friends and your family and have a good time, you know, or, or just drink it, and have a real good time. <laughs> or just drink it outside in your in your Florida house and uh, have a good time. Maybe have get your friend the rat to come up, give him a little taste of that. Yeah, uh, he yeah. might not leave. I mean, yeah. yeah, I bet he would enjoy this. Yeah, that's, that's great. Well, great guys, great beers all around today, and a new brewery to top it off too. Fat Pants, fantastic. Um, guys, let's talk about the game because there was a game last night, of course. Wow. Yeah. Uh, home opener against the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Connor was there in person. Yeah, uh, Connor showed up early to get his free mittens. Yep, Got they were Howard. nice mittens. They were they, nice they, yeah. they, they, they look were, nice. They are mm-hmm. they were very nice. They were they were lined on the inside with fleece too, so they kept you, oh, nice. they kept you oh, warm. Wow. So they um, were like cheapish. They were cheapish. No, no, they were good they were quality like, oh, mittens. Nice. Yeah, I, I they were mm. I, I personally am not I would I prefer gloves over mittens oh, because I, I like them. the dexterity of gloves. But right. um but mittens, I mean, yeah, these yeah. I mean all I was doing at the game was holding a beer and mittens are good enough for that. So you, you gotta go. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of mittens. I mean, more specifically, like I like wearing big choppers and I don't know how big these mittens were, but the nice thing about like choppers or, or mittens is you can throw, you know, if you need to, you can throw the little heat packs in there as well. Right. And yeah. then yeah. Cause gloves, unless you have a pair of heated gloves, I found like, I've never found a pair of gloves. I can keep my fingers. Well, warm enough. you know, and the, yeah. the big thing with mittens is that you've got your fingers together. So it, Yes. Uh, it produces better body warmth. That's um, true. And That's true. Gloves, you isolate your fingers and it screws everything up. I will say that whenever, uh, whenever I was clapping at the game, like whenever, like there was a, an applause and I was clapping along along with the crowd, um, I had my fingers inside my inside my mittens, and I had my wedding ring on, so my thing and my fingers would clash against my wedding ring, and that hurt like a bitch. Oh, but it, for sure. it was cold yeah, weather. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cold weather, yeah. and you know, I I had never really done that with mittens before. So it was just, so it was just new, but uh, but no, it was uh, uh, yeah, the mittens were great, uh, and they're they have a really nice design too. So you got nice. MNUFC on the top of them. So going the game last night, guys. We we get into it. It's the same lineup we went with uh, on opening weekend. Of course, which, it was a bye week last week, which is not, a little not surprising. surprising. Well, well, not, not really. surprising. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We've often yeah. heard that. From, right. I don't know if I'm right. quoting Heath in saying that, but you know that's definitely his style. You could say it was a little surprising, only because during this during midweek, 
there were some definitely some injury concerns with uh, I think specifically Will Trapp, who was dealing with a rib injury. Yeah. You know, that was that was the way he talked about it, uh, is that it, it was potentially serious because of where it was in you know yes. relationship to you know vital organs. So it I, I didn't they didn't sound too optimistic about Will Trapp in midweek. And then also, I know uh, Halongwa Bongi was dealing with uh, an injury concern as well. So, yeah. yeah, there was a, and then, and then, yeah, so only, only surprising in that sense. So, but yeah, not surprising yeah. that, you know, you stick with a hot hand, your goal scorer mm-hmm. from, you know, game match week one, Mender Garcia. Well, That's and because Ariana Maria wasn't, yeah, Al Maria just came back. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, what he came back last weekend, so he just got a week's worth of training. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. DJ Taylor is obviously available now, yeah. but yeah, Adrian Heath decided to go with Valentin back there, and uh, yeah, I and it, you know, again, he, I can't complain with his, you know, with his uh, performance. I don't, again, yeah. the defense did exactly the defense did exactly what it did, uh, um, in game one. Right. And they, they bent, but they never broke. Well, they did break finally. But um they you know, it's on a set piece, I should say. So in run of play, they, they bent, but they never broke. So it, it makes sense to go with his back four and it proved to be correct. Yeah. I'm not gonna call him Valentin anymore. I'm gonna call him uh Zlayton Zlayton Jr. Does he not look <laughs> like oh, yeah. does, does he not yeah. look like Zlayton? He, he does, he does, he does. Well, does, does how he? fitting yeah. that both of their names first names start with Z. Them I know Zarek yeah. and Zlatan. I'm Zlatan Jr. I'm, I'm still going to go with MLS veteran Valentin, but uh, Ooh, sure, you can do that. Oh, you yeah. know, they, you know, we knew, you know, he's been all over the league. Was it Portland, Houston? Uh, he, gosh, you'd have he's with like four or five teams. Yeah, I think he was with yeah. he was with uh, uh, Chivas or whatever. Chivas USA. They brought that up yeah. during the match, and he I had to do Chivas. a double take. I'm like, wow, he's really been around that mm-hmm. for you know, yeah. and for a while, obviously. So. That that surprised me. I mean, I, I I think I remembered his last couple stops, but I did not realize he uh, was a part of Chivas USA. So that was something. All right, guys, before we get into the game, let's get it all out in the open. Mm. The biggest problem we had before the game even started was the field conditions. Yes, it was seriously, terrible. Just yeah. terrible. Okay. Embarrassment. So, Connor, run us through. You were there like an hour and a half before the game started, right? Yep. Yep, and I so sent you guys. I, so I sent you guys a photo. Yeah. You guys know what it looked yeah. like, but um, like. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's when I got there, I walked through the door, uh, and I and me and my buddy, my um, Tony. I think you've met my other friend, Tony, Tony Raynero. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, he, we walked up to the field and just took a took a picture, and basically the whole field was covered in snow except for the lines of the pitch, um, mm-hmm. like the 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 boxes and the and the middle lines. So it was all snow, and uh, I didn't see anybody working on it uh, when uh, when we first got there. Like you saw nobody on the pitch. Uh, so I was, I, I mean, I was like, is this going to be like uh, that U.S. Uh, Costa Rica game from a few years ago? Right. Yeah, and and, so, <laughs> and that game was a, that USA Costa Rica game that was in Colorado, wasn't it? It I was. Mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a bit of an embarrassment, obviously, and kind of like in the same. You know, the same vein of, you know, the U.S. men's national team bringing up, uh, was it Honduras to play here in Minnesota in right. February? It's, I think it's a little embarrassing, honestly. You know, and and same with this game last night. I mean, it, 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 I, it wasn't snowing that hard 
throughout. It, no. Now, to be fair, it was snowing basically all day. It was snowing all day. So it wasn't the easiest thing maybe to keep up with. But it's not like you had, you know, it wasn't snowing an inch an hour or anything. It was something yeah. they could have kept up with. And Connor, you mentioned they had cleared the field completely at some point during the yeah, day. Yeah, like the, like a couple days before the game, they started yeah, it was clearing Thursday, the field. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and they they st- they got the whole field cleared, field cleared. So they, I thought, hey, they're gonna they're gonna be they're taking care of business. They're 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 getting the snow off the field, and it's looking great. Uh, then, uh, yeah, you don't you you never saw anybody probably until forty five minutes ish before the games when they no. brought a bunch of guys with snow blowers onto the field, yeah. and, and that's my- there were probably like six or seven people out there uh, with yeah, snow blowers, yeah. and, and that's my and- problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing, you know, we have, I believe it's still the only heated field in MLS mm-hmm. and it, we can heat that up to 60 degrees. Why is it not heated up to 60 degrees? Pro- I mean, Saturday morning, because right. if that ground was 60 degrees Saturday morning, there's not a snowflake that's going to stick to it. Yeah, you know, I didn't know. I, I actually didn't know it was a is a heated field. So I was wondering yeah. that during the game, like, why is why? It sh- I feel like it should make sense in Minnesota if you're playing a game in March that this field has the option to be heated. Yeah, so, and yeah, you that, know, yeah. and yeah, to, uh, Connor. To that point, I remember back when we were playing um, at TCF. Yeah, and we had the snow opener. They yeah. discussed how that would not be an issue ever again once we got to Allianz because. Mm-hmm. It had a heated field. Yeah. Well, here we are with a heated field, plenty of time to get it clear. Because again, as we've already said, they cleared it just two days earlier. Why? Why the fuck wasn't it cleared? Yeah. I mean, other than what I said, it's a PR stunt to get you know That's, get some discussion, and it's a I, it's annoying. It's embarrassing. I, I agree 100% with you, David. I think that's exactly what it was. I think it was, oh, we're in Minnesota. It's the Snowpener. We're going to have the orange balls out there. It's going to look like soccer in Minnesota in March. And I I just think, I I think it was exactly that. And I think they could have, yes, it was snowing all day, but I think they could have spent a significant more time, say, in the last, in the lead up to the game, you know, from T minus two hours, even an hour, they could have been heavily focused on clearing the field. And I really honestly believe, in my opinion, they could have, cleared the field more or less completely prior to the start of the game, but they chose absolutely. Not. And, you, and know, I, you know, on Twitter, I didn't see anybody happy about it. I mean, so yeah. whatever PR they were trying to get it, it was negative. So well, it's a stu- it is a stupid PR stunt too. Cause like you got, uh, you, I mean, yes, it snows in Minnesota and you want to, you, you want the whole broadcast. The, the message is, is that I'm seeing that, Hey, it's snowing in Minnesota. This is what soccer is like in Minnesota in March. Yeah. But right. guess what? It snows in New York too. Yes. So there, yes. why would you, you, you? It snows in New England. It snows in New York. It snows in DC. Why it's, is this a Minnesota? That, I, 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 bet, I bet you anything yeah. at any of these other stadiums, they would have had the field cleared. And that's yeah, not even yeah. heated stadiums. And, and the problem, yeah. another problem is, you know, the, the, it, this is not a home field advantage for the loons. Right. You know, no. the, our roster is not well except for one is not from minnesota you know it's not like these guys are used to the snow used to the cold used to the weather it's yeah. not a home field advantage it's no advantage to us yeah, well, these guys are from two. Central it, America it's and... lud, lud and dane st Clair both are accustomed to snow oh sure oh i suppose yeah yeah but but then sorry that, you've got... i mean you, your point I, well, is well I, taken i meant, Col- yeah. I meant Col- brent Coleman, uh you know from oh well there you go there's, 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 there's three there's three so there's yeah. three then yeah but you know it's it's 
I mean, most of our players are from Central America or or South America, where it's sunny and warm all the time. So right. you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not a home field advantage if there's snow on the ground. In fact, if anything, it's an advantage for New York because they have more Northerners on their team. Yeah, and it's funny. My uh, like my dad. I was at, I was uh, with my family today, and my dad even made the comment. Now he didn't. He's a soccer fan, mostly a fan of my niece who plays a lot of soccer. But so he follows the loons as well. He. He hasn't. He didn't get the Apple season pass yet, or if if, if if ever. But so he wasn't watching the game last night. But he saw enough, apparently, in the newspaper or somewhere else. And he's like, oh, "I can't believe they didn't cancel the game. That's ridiculous, you know, and this and that." And yeah, it, yeah. I you mean, know, it, again, it I didn't expect them to cancel it, but no, yeah. no. But I mean, the I, I just you know I I joked that really I wish the 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 league would punish them for this. I mean, it it's an eyesore. But, it was, I mean, it was terrible. But, Sorry, an eyesore, right? Our white jerseys. It was yeah. terrible watching that match to begin. Yeah. But, yeah. David, who, who says it didn't come from up above, from MLS, because they wanted this to be a cool game on I mean, the maybe. It maybe, honestly you know? doesn't matter, though. It's, it's, uh, it's not a, it's not yeah. a PR stunt that works. You know what was yeah. interesting? Yeah. People, it's not even not, safe. It's not even but people safe not, for the players. But people not from here, though. I'm talking about Connor. I'm talking about people who might be tuning into the game because their games are not on yet or whatever to watch a game in snow. Maybe that's I why MLS did it. I no, still don't think it matters, though, because they're all marketing professionals. They should have done their research. What's interesting, you know? I thought, is yeah. I, prior to the game, prior to the Minnesota game, prior to the pregame starting, I was watching MLS 360. Excuse me. And uh, they they flashed around, of course, they, they whip around like they do. And they they were at Toronto who are hosting the Columbus Columbus. And uh, it, you could tell it wasn't snowing in Toronto at the time, but you could see people like moving massive amounts of snow off their seats. So like clearly it wasn't snowing at the time of the game, mm-hmm. but it had right. snowed significantly. It looked like more that snow than we got. Right. Their field yeah. was it looked immaculate like there was not an issue. Yeah. Snow. You know, in the. Philly, um, I don't know that they've gotten any snow recently, but their field looked terrible. It was super brown, and I was like, man, that's that's an ugly pitch. And I was thinking, man, we have this bright, green, healthy grass that's been kept that way because of the way we treat it with the heaters and all that stuff, and we're just going to sit there and have it covered. Like, what? what's the point? Like, I don't, yeah. <clears throat> I don't understand – why you want your product to suffer and arguably we lost two points potentially because of it right why 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 the fuck would you want to do that i don't understand and maybe it's it just pisses me off and maybe there's a i don't know i'm I'm just guessing here maybe there is a, a rule that you can't clear off the field if it's still snowing which it was and all that other bullshit i know in the nfl you can't do that uh you know if it's snowing during the game you can't go clear it off uh you can clear off the lines and shit but you can't clear off the whole field yeah yeah. so maybe that's the thing i don't know but the fact but, that but think is... about this sorry sorry to cut you off but think about this lambo field has heaters mm-hmm. it now that's... sure it has snowed enough to where mm-hmm. Lambeau Field collects snow. Right. But the vast majority of games, you will see snow coming down like crazy, and the grass is greenish brown. Yep. There's no excuse for Minnesota not have the exact same 
setup working like it's supposed to yep. that they paid millions of dollars to have mm-hmm. installed and not use it doesn't make any sense the, thanks for bringing up uh, Lambeau Field because I almost made me forget about something a little brand at the end of the podcast but, uh, oh boy! So I was gonna say, we, a funny story about Lambeau Field. Uh, I, I was well, say, not it's a really funny story, but it's it's something. We'll we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, let's, we, spent, let's, we spent all this time complaining about the weather. We we you know maybe we should mention the score. We don't even need to talk about the game. You know? <laughs> let's, let's talk. Let's talk about the game briefly, guys. Because it was sorry, sorry. Game. One more thing, Tony. You Correct. joked about that we were going to spend a half an hour talking about the field or the yeah, snow. And yeah. it, maybe it's been about 15 minutes, but still. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we're, <laughs> we're all about, you know, I look at social media and I go, what's everybody talking about? And everybody's talking about the fucking snow and not talking about really the game. So that's what we're talking about, you know. Uh, so let's get into the game, guys. Let's let's get into it because it was a sloppy fucking game because of the field mm. conditions. Uh, we did, of course. I mean, New York had some chances in the opener. Well. In the opening this game, because of the field conditions, because of uh, people out of place and some slipping and sliding, and the first, well, the first, uh, th- the first two minutes were fairly eventful, actually, for yeah. for the Red Bulls. They were, yeah. Yeah. Lewis Morgan. I think Lewis Morgan in the first two minutes had two prime chances very yeah. early on, and I mean, I think in the first one it was literally 15 seconds into the game. It was 15, think, 20 seconds. And I think yeah. you're right, Tony. I think it was both. Both it looked like Dane St. Clair kind of slipped as he was going to make a step up. up. He mm-hmm. slipped, so would have had no chance. And I think honestly, yeah. Lewis Morgan, it was a prime chance for him. But I think maybe mm-hmm. he slipped. You know, his yeah. his uh, his other foot kind of maybe slipped a little bit, so he his shot ultimately didn't stay on target. But it was it could have been bad. And then I think just a minute or two later, was it Lewis Morgan? I think had another. Was it Lewis Morgan where Dane St. Clair came well off of his line and maybe oh the one right out in the back. That's the, right. Box. Maybe he um, had, maybe, you know, Dane might've had to have come off. Cause again, it was a prime, it was a bad giveaway. Unsurprisingly due to the weather, it's just very mm-hmm. sloppy, terrible, sloppy giveaway. Lewis Morgan ends up with it, I believe, you know, on the right corner. And then that's when Dane ended up came, coming way off his line out to meet him. And then the shot then again was off target, but dangerous, dangerous couple of minutes, surprising there. Loons were lucky. They weren't down one mil within a minute. Wait a minute. And so, again, it was sloppy conditions and, and everybody was kind of crazy sloppy. Yeah, yeah. very sloppy. And, you know, there was at one point, um, and it, I, I don't know how accurate MLS's uh, pass percentage is, but <laughs> there was yeah. one point that we were passing at 31%. Yeah. That's not, which I just, I just thought was outrageously low. Yeah. I mean, not, I've never seen such a number. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> bad. It you you can chalk chalk some of it up to bad weather, but in the end, they're both playing on the same pitch. And yeah, and, and it, you know, Red, Red Bull was never is, that low. They were yeah, never it that wasn't. Low. Ne- yeah, they were never. I mean, I'm not. I guess it shouldn't be surprising it was that low at one point because the game, according to MLS.com, the game Minnesota finished at 48 percent passing. Right, Red Bull was only a little bit better at 52 percent, but it was yeah. a bad. bad game. Do, do you do you guys know who um, on our squad had the highest percentage? Well, I do. Oh, I do. Boy. I'm looking at it. I, I, mean, I I'm, I'm going to open a can of worms because I have to. Well, I, have to. I can give you the answer, but I mean, I think I, I'll, I'll give you the answer. And we, you, technically, it was Luis Amaria. Correct. Yeah. And so it was Luis Samaria. I did. Yeah. The, the guy that supposedly sucked. Yeah. The guy that supposedly yeah. sucked had the highest pass. Completion. But, but um, you're opening a can of worms because I think well, I know I am. 
<laughs> you, who had the second highest passing uh, percentage was, uh, I believe, Mender uh, Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many passes did they attempt? You know, not many. I think if we're going to go down that line, let's at this, I'll take the chance to give a shout out to Kervin Ariaga because he had 70% passing, which yes, he, yeah. he, that was high volume, you know, under pressure, high That's volume, true. good distribution out of the back for Ariaga for the most part. So I think shout out to Ariaga. He had a great game um, for the most part. Maybe there was one moment in this game. Maybe it was his fault. Maybe it wasn't his man to Mark on Red Bull's goal. That's up for very, that's very much yeah. up for that's very it's much possible. Up for it's possible. It's very I, much I, up I think there debate. were there were a few people that could have been blamed for that one. Todd yeah, was, and, sure. and Valentin were yeah. in there too. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Kervin Ariaga because I think overall he did have a tremendous game. There was a point, you know, where he made a tremendous he, uh, tackle save. He definitely gets uh my participation trophy of the of the night. Yeah. Yeah, but so it is. I think we talked about it just before we came on air. So okay, after a shout out to Kervin Ariaga, you know what? Uh, another funny thing I mentioned it before we came on was Dane Sinclair. His passing percentage was sixteen percent. So geez, yes, that's yeah, kind yeah. Of funny. Yeah. I, I mean, well, you know, and if we want to talk about stats, Bongi's duels. I mean, we've complained about this on a regular basis, and to be fair, Lud had even worse. Um, but he was 36% in duels. Oh, I mean, he is just awful. And I'm I'm sorry, but I, I don't want to see him in the lineup anymore. Yeah. I, I don't care if he scored the goal. It was a sloppy goal that he got lucky on, in my well, opinion. I, I just I mean, don't you know, think he belongs in this squad. Is, I don't know that he even he, belongs on the in the senior team. Is is the right wing right now Tina? I mean, is it is he Tina up there? Like on the right wing, just there's there is no alternative. There, there is none. There I mean, because even even if yeah. we get our our apparent new signing, um, who is a right primary right wing, I mean, he's a young kid too. So it's, I don't. He yeah. he's it. That's it. I mean, as long as Ray's not here, that's exactly, it. exactly, and that's you why know. you can see, you know, and. and I mean, I mean that the the young Korean. He's not, you know, it's not official yet. It sounds like there could be there was there might have been news over the weekend. We haven't heard anything as we're recording here Sunday night. Yeah, but like you said, David, he's young as well, so we really don't know what we have. And so right. we're all of a sudden we're at a position, especially considering that you know, thank goodness there's there's a a month long break to play the League's Cup in the middle of summer. But I mean, when you're playing. The number of matches that we're playing now, I mean, what does our, what is our depth looking like? It's not a strength, I don't think, at the moment. No, it's not. No, it's not. Bonky, Bonky did score a sloppy goal in the 18th minute. He did. Yep. Yeah. Off the was, uh, off the uh, the corner kick in, and I think it was uh, was it uh, our new guy, the uh, Mexican with the header, Tapius. Yep. It was a sloppy seconds goal. Yeah. It was it because was. it was, I think it was Nealis. It was Nealis who was going back um, on defense and he ends up falling, just falling down. And then Mender Garcia was able to just take the ball away, you know, dribble into the box and then, you know, credit the Red Bulls for, for stopping that and, but sending it out for a corner. But yeah, that was directly, the corner was directly a result of the sloppy weather. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on, guys. Let's go. I mean, we scored a goal. We're up one 0 so that's good. We're at home. Yeah. Da, bad and exciting, and it, you can say what we have said many things about Bongi, but it's always exciting to see Bongi mm -hmm. score. That there's no doubt about oh, it. Sure. That was fun. That was definitely fun. 
I mean, so, it's exciting to see anyone score to be yeah. perfect. Yeah. Balance, right. Yeah. We'll give it to uh, them. So come on to the half, guys. Uh, uh, one nil, We're up 1-0. And then, of course, New York has to score a goal because that's just the way it works. Because, <laughs> you know, that's just, I, I was especially on set pieces. Yeah, dang yeah. it. I was starting to, I don't know if you guys listened or, you know, I predicted uh, 1-0 Minnesota victory last week. And I, you know what? I, I By halftime, I was starting to feel a little confident. I was like, oh, maybe they'll, they'll, you know, the weather will lead to more sloppy play and there won't be too many significant good chances. But uh, was Well, you know, I, I predicted a 2-1 win and I mm-hmm. was feeling pretty confident about that even yeah. after they scored. I mean, well, once Red Bull scored, I was like, I think Based on all the shit that's happened, um, I, I was feeling pretty confident that I could have gotten the scoreline. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as bad as we played, we had our moments. And I pointed out to, to someone on Twitter that um, when he badmouthed Amaria, um, that after Amaria entered, well, and it, Dotson entered, um, I mean, it, we had an mm-hmm, uptick. Mm-hmm. The the possession completely flipped. Yeah, um, we ended up winning the possession in the in the match, and it, there was an uptick. There was a little bit of energy. There were a few chances. Um, I, you know, I felt like maybe there was going to be something there. Yeah, um, I did too. Even at, like I said, even as sloppy as we we had been playing and as bad as the conditions were, it, it, there was still that little bit of hope that we were going to pull that one out. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point to bring this... up because yeah, especially I mean, I think Dot I mean Dotson, yeah, I I, I don't I'm not gonna sit here and badmouth Armaria for his for his, you know, what, twenty five minutes uh of the game time. But I mean I will say that Dotson, you know, to the, the eye test, Dotson coming in really was the kind of the the spark plug, I guess. I mean, he in my opinion, he looked great in his shift and, and I agree. Well, yeah, you know, and I, I pointed out Yeah, you know, I pointed out that it, bringing Dotson in for trap, which I'm assuming is is representative or is um, probably in part due to trap's injury because trap never leaves. Um, bringing Dotson in for trap pushed it a little offensively. Like I, I just, you know, Dotson is a box to box. Trap is more of a six, right? And it you could feel there was a little bit more forward progression or momentum. Um, with Dotson in there, um, I, I think it's also a good thing is, is it. I feel like Heath is confident in Ariaga's performance to be able to hold down that back without having the help, because we've talked about it before. The four two three one that that other guy you've got the six Ariaga trap for instance or Dotson isn't supposed to be defensive. I mean, he's supposed to be that individual is supposed to be that, that guy that transitions everything. And so the way we've been playing it a lot is that you have two more defensive midfielders and you lose that transition into the tent. So with Dawson in there, instead of trap, I think we were kind of seeing a little bit more of that forward momentum into the 10. Dawson was getting further up the pitch. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's more yeah. offensive in it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's how the four, two, three runs supposed to be played. So, that, um, 
it's nice to see that confidence that Heath has in Ariaga. And I think Ariaga showed that he can be considered that. And uh, to mention, David, you're right. Uh, it seems like when Trap and Ariaga are out there, it seems like they're both defensive. But I do see when they're both out there, Ariaga floats a little bit more forward when he's out there with Trap to try to be more offensive. But that's really not his game, I don't think. Right, yeah, I don't think it is. Um, so, yeah. so when Hassani comes in there, of course, an Ariaga can, can hang back, and then uh, Hassani can let go his, uh, you know, certified bangers, which we almost saw. Yep. Uh, oh, bangers only. Like we almost yeah. saw the first one in almost over two years, guys. I mean, this could be. This was like holy shit. I was out of my seat. I was like, holy shit, this is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Uh, when both those guys come in, the offense definitely went more forward, which is interesting because usually we go more defensive, especially at home. Uh, but I know Heath Heath wanted to get the victory at home. We have not, we have not was it we have not won a home game, home opener, at, home, home opener. Yeah, at We've never won a home opener at Allianz Field. Right. Uh, so uh, which is no, we haven't. That's true. Which yeah. is crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't have a problem with Amaria or Amaria, wherever you want to call it. I know we went back and forth on Twitter about this with some. Um, oh, uh, um, you know, I I, I was thinking about this, and I'm definitely guilty of not. You know, I I spent my time in Mexico and South American countries, and so my pronunciation should be okay. I am definitely guilty of saying Amaria. I know I am, Amaria. even though I would prefer to say Amaria. I, I had a little, I had a, my thought about this is I think it's so, his name is so close to Armadillo for me. <laughs> I'm just trying to, no, that is, that's the answer I came up with because I thought about it too. It's like, I know I'm for, very familiar with Spanish pronunciation. I am. I know it's Amaria, you know, Amaria, but I, I just, I'm guilty Armadilla. of this. I'm, I'm guilty waiting. as any of us. And I know I've said Armoria many, many times, if not most of the time. So for for the, only, the only logic I could come up with. I'm sorry. but Dave, for your next birthday, I'm just going to get you an armadillo stuffed animal, I think. <laughs> that, that would be perfect. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna buy him a, I'm gonna buy him a jersey that says uh, armadillo. Armadillo. Armadillo yeah, on it. Right? And the number nine on the back. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's poor logic, but it's the only answer I could come up with as to why I say armoria so much. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, guys. This game, of course, uh, we got those two guys in, and then we get uh, Tani comes in. Uh, yeah, that was cool to see. Eighth minute, see him. Yeah, that was awesome to see him come and play. He got uh, a shot, but too. He had a shot, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, He's and, been uh, subbed right... in for both games now, so I'm hoping they yeah, use him a little right. bit more. <laughs> so it is what it is. Everybody knows it ends up in a 1-1 draw. Uh, Wait, can we, I mean, can we mention Lud's volley? That oh, then yes. got volley that... blocked. Oh, yeah. Man, if that thing wouldn't have been blocked, that would have been Amazing. sweet. Yeah, well, been like well, I, it, it's hard to say yeah. because it looked to me, you know, watching the replays and pitchers many, many times because that was just tremendous. I mean, the effort and the force that he put into that, yeah. that uh, kick was unbelievable. And I know, there, uh, I think it was Photog Dan or somebody came up. He had some mm-hmm. brilliant pit. He had a brilliant picture of it. I mean, just watching the video replay is so cool. Although I will say the goalkeeper – 
uh, with a Carlos, uh, help me out, David. You know what Carlos? Uh, uh, yeah, I forget his whatever. name. Whatever. No. Anyways, New York Red Bulls goalkeeper. He was in. If I had, if I hadn't drank that alcohol, it might have been. Yeah, might be there. Seemed, <laughs> seemed to, it seemed to me it's Cornell. 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 Yeah. Anyways, it seemed to me that he was in a pretty decent position. So, but yeah, I guess we'll never know since it was blocked. I mean, the one thing, yeah. I, the block was almost as impressive. Yeah, it was. As the, as the volley. As the, yeah, the whole the sequence was fantastic. Yeah, it was just phenomenal. But that would have been, that would have blown, well, if there is no roof on Allianz Field, but that that would have just, can you imagine? <laughs> that would have yeah, been something. Crazy. Final minute. Wow. So, guys, I mean, it, it, this season has started off about as good as I'd hoped for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we all went into the season without Ray thinking that, holy shit, the wheels are coming off and we're going to be 0-7. But, you know, we got a win, we got a draw, we got four points. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we play a couple good teams. You know, Dal- yeah. we know Dallas is good. They beat us in the playoffs last year, so it was nice to get somewhat of a re- revenge there. And then New York Red Bulls, they're always in the playoffs, it seems like, every year, like Seattle. So, And they were... You know, their year hasn't started off so great. They got their first goal of the year last night against Minnesota. And But, you know, New York Red Bulls is a good team. So, you know, it's not like we're playing cupcakes here. So let's uh, let's talk about next weekend's game. We roll into Colorado next weekend for an 830 match against the Rapids and my nemesis Rapids man. Uh <laughs> I I I, never, I don't think I brought this up on the podcast before, guys, but I can't believe they have a mascot named Rapids Man. Have you seen That's what this guy looks? Have you seen what this fucking guy looks like? No, Rapids Man. I don't yeah, think so. If you, if you can look him up, he's Rapids Man. I don't know if they do him anymore, but uh, yeah, he's uh, is it Rapids Man or Rapid Man or something like that? Uh, I, oh my sure, god! I'm pretty yeah. sure they had. A, yeah, I mean, when I went to games when I was living in Colorado, they had him. <laughs> And uh, he just yeah. looks like a buffed up version of, I don't know, the Michelin Man, pretty much. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It is. Wow. I mean, I think uh, PK is a much better mascot than Rapids Man, but. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. What yeah. What do you do? So we roll into like, who uh, Colorado. Even thought up that. Like, that. I, are, were you on LSD? Like, we, we, what happened? We, Connor, it goes back to conversations about who thought up with names of old teams that you bring up in history. That's you know, a fair the point. soccer, it's really like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. it's fucked up. But um, anyways, rolling Colorado guys. Prediction time. Let's go around the horn. Predict next week's uh, score. Dave, we'll start with you because you're the probably the drunkest. Uh, what's your score, Dave or week? David? David, David. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, Dave's yeah, I mean, I've had it. I've had a couple gin and tonics, a margarita. Yeah, David's Oh yeah, shout out. Yeah. I couldn't the photo that beers. you sent us before we came on. I couldn't tell if that was a pina colada or margarita. Frozen. Yeah, it was margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm feeling. Um might be a rough Monday. Um gosh, you know Colorado's defense looks pretty solid. I mean, one game out of out of you know, one goal, sorry. Um, but yet they can't actually, or sorry, they had, uh, they started one goal in the last two. Seattle. Yeah. Sorry. They, they started, lost one goal out of two yeah. games, mm-hmm. but they, they had a rough first game. Yeah. They've kind of straightened the ship a bit. Um, I, I think 
Uh, I, you know, we're still struggling to score goals. Um, Colorado can't score goals. I, I'm going to go. Wait, are we home or away? It's away. We're away. Away. Okay. Um, I, I I'm going to go. Two one Minnesota. Okay. So just what I did last this week. Yeah, two one Minnesota. Scott, Connor, what's your pick? Oh boy. Um. I mean, David, you hit it right on the head. Uh, Colorado can't score, but their defense, other than the game against Seattle, looks they look really good. Um. Oh boy. You know, it's only going to be fitting if Colo- if we're the first team that Colorado scores against. Um, <laughs> New York, we were the, it's the same. That's what happened with New York Red Bulls, you know, in their third yeah. game. So. Mm-hmm. I'm picking a 1-1 draw, I think. 1-1 draw. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll go next. Uh, it's in Colorado. Uh, we've had a good start to the season so far. Um, I'm going to say Colorado doesn't score against us at all. I'm going to go with a 2-0 Minnesota win. Just like that. Mm-hmm. And Dave? All right. Well, I'm not going to be boring. I, I started out the year predicting a 1-0 uh, scoreline, you know, in favor of the Loons uh, against the Bulls, of course. And then, you know, I predicted Dallas to beat us. I am not going to do that. I'm not going to be boring with a 1-0 scoreline. I, I think it's pretty hard in this league. I don't care who you are to go four games without scoring a goal. So I, I'm definitely going to put Colorado on the score sheet. I'll give them one, kind of like the Red Bulls. Got, they got their first one. What they do after that, we'll see. But Colorado predicting to get their first goal of the year against us. They'll get one. But I'm going to predict Minnesota to go gangbusters and and, yeah. and score three goals. So let's go 3-1 Minnesota. Love that. All right. All right. There you go. Yeah. Rock and roll. I got to get, get to get my bold prediction of the year. I think I said Minnesota would score – uh, the the most goals yeah. in their MLS history. They've got a lot more to go to hit that. So. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> One goal a game is not oh. going to do it. Uh, great. So uh, let's uh, ask the AI a question. Anybody have a question for the AI for our segment? Ask the AI. Shoot. Anybody have a good question? Mm. We could always ask them an easy question. I'll ask a simple ask... question. Go ahead. Uh, is the dress blue and black or white and gold? The dress blue and black or white and gold. This is an internet thing, right, Connor? This is this happening. was years ago. Yeah, is that yeah. the you know everybody was making vines about like it's blue right. and black, it's white and gold, it's blue and black, it's white and well, gold. Then that Let's should. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that should be good because we talked about it last week. He, Chat GPT has limited knowledge of the world and events after 2021. Right. Chat GPT has your answer, answer, Connor. The infamous dress is a photograph that went viral in 2015. And it caused a lot of debate and confusion about its colors. Some people perceive the dress as blue and black, while others see it as white and gold. The reason for this discrepancy is due to differences in how our brains perceive colors under different lighting conditions and the way our eyes interpret the information. However, it's worth noting that the actual dress itself is blue and black, regardless of how people perceive it in the photograph. So there you go. Wow. 
Wow. That's a good okay. answer. Good, mm-hmm. question. Right, good question, Connor. That's yeah, good, good question. Honestly, I wasn't expecting an answer like that. I was like uh I was on I was expecting some kind of like Google search here's what we found kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. where this when you ask they Siri. Yeah. They don't do that. They don't do can, that. Yeah. can we do another question? Because now sure. I've got a minute. Yeah, we can do a few. We can do a mm-hmm. few. Uh, yeah. They're not the we- best with minute. If you know, keep in mind, and I just said, but uh it don't anything in the last couple of years or in the last year and a half, it's not going to know. I'm just curious, mm-hmm. knowing what I know about its availability and what it knows. <clears throat> um, ask it why Minnesota United would not heat the field. <laughs> <laughs> we can ha- Let's try. It's not going to have an answer to that, but we should try. I'm interested to hear what the actual answer is. Yeah, I, I am too. Alliance Field. Let's take a look. I said, why doesn't MNUFC heat Allianz Field? Okay, here we go. Do, do, do. He's thinking, he's thinking. I feel like why questions nope. would be its weakness. No, it's, it's, he's, he's putting, uh, he's saying, well, no, he's saying that there's a few reasons why they haven't installed the heating system at Allianz Field. Yeah, but we know that's true. Yeah, and uh, heating system says can damage natural gra- grass, and MNUFC might not want to risk damaging the field by installing a heating system. Well, they already have one, so there you go. So maybe they don't want to damage it by using it. Oh, Damn here's, you, here's, AI! Damn. Here's the here's the best thing. Here's the best answer, though. Right. It's also worth noting that soccer is traditionally played in all types of weather, including cold temperatures. MNUSC may want to embrace this aspect of the sport and play games Uh-oh. in all types of weather. Piece of rather shit. They're <laughs> relying on a heating system to keep the field warm. <laughs> the front office. Wow. What they were Piece we, of shit. Clear the That's field all. Chat Jet, GBT is going to be their PR department from now on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Burn yeah, it to the ground. Right. Burn it to the there ground. Go. That's how. Yes. That's exactly how Minnesota United. If the backlash say got too big, mm-hmm. I, I think it's yeah. going to die down now. We're getting into the week, but mm-hmm. that's the answer that they should just post on their social media yeah. account. Yep, exactly. If they, po- if they post that, we'll, we'll know where it came from, then, right? We'll <laughs> yeah. know. Like, hey. Everybody, let us know what your opinions of that answer are on Twitter. Yes, My gosh, what a yes. terrible answer! There you go. There's our there's our segment. <laughs> ask Ask the AI. Uh, Connor, you got some uh, Minnesota soccer history for us? I, I got a little, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead. And today is March twelfth, two thousand twenty-three. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back a week to the fifth. And uh, we've got okay. Here we go. Uh, in on March fifth, two thousand sixteen, United won a preseason friendly two 0 against the University of Nebraska Omaha. I didn't know that. I mean, we've heard of them playing Wisconsin and a couple other university teams. Hold up, before we go on. Speaking of uh, the college teams, did you guys know that Red Bulls had a Wisconsin Badger on their team? Oh yeah, I heard them comment about that. Uh, who was I it did, though? I forget. Didn't know that. I don't remember, but I was like, "Holy shit!" There. Hmm. Yeah. From the Badgers got on a MLS team. This is crazy. Yeah, I, I know there was one guy from the Badgers that had like a a good soccer. That that I think they were they were picked in the um mm. the super draft. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who it is, but it's yeah, yeah. I I, I think somewhere just, I didn't know that. 
you just don't hear that very often, like from no. northern states no. getting picked in the draft. Yeah. All right. Um. Next, let's move forward a little bit in time. Uh, we're going to go with, uh, here we go. There's only one statistic on March 8th, in, and it's in 1987, when the Strikers win 3-1 against your favorite Tony, the Cleveland Force. No, no, sorry. Yep. Nope, steamers, steamers. Oh, and you know what's funny steamers. after that? The March 9th, 1986, Strikers lost against the St. Louis Steamers 5-4. <laughs> sorry to interrupt so I was close. Su- super curious it, it was Tom Barlow um, he didn't mm. get the start mm. for the Red Bulls I don't believe but it was Tom no he Barlow. didn't came on later yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and then I'll, I'll end it off uh, with today in history there are only two stats on March 12th for Minnesota soccer history one comes in 2016 uh, when United drew 2-2 at the Mexico U-20 national team in Mexico. Thanks. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, of course, we all know what happened on March 12th in 2017. Dare I say it? Do Might I... as well. Snow opener, Atlanta United. Hey. Big, uh, burning down the ground. And yeah, Joseph Martinez scored a hat trick, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was really hoping it was fun we would play Atlanta. I was really hoping we would play Atlanta this year. I, I'm, I, it, it's been we haven't played Atlanta now since 2019. That that uh, U.S. Yeah. Open Cup final was the last time we played them. We're done with the whole rivalry with them now. It's over. Yeah. Like I'm we're too far away. Yeah, I, we're too I far wanna, away. I want to play. I, I want to play them again and beat them. No. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Connor, for your soccer history. I do have one funny story to talk about, and it actually is kind of. Uh, 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 Around this time of the year, it's it's e- almost Easter, guys, and this has to do with sure. Easter. Because what do you get? What do we see in stores right now, guys? A lot. It's the uh, Cad uh, Cadbury uh, cream eggs yes. that are back out. Oh stuff. yes, yeah. The sugar bombs that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, English police say they foiled an extravagant plot to steal Cadbury chocolates. Uh, local British Ooh. police department is saying it helped save Easter for fans of the chocolate egg. A man was arrested in England after allegedly stealing a semi-truck that contained 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs last Saturday. The uh, man, identified as 32-year-old uh, Jody Poole, was stopped on the highway in Telford, a town in central England, shortly after the theft. Poole allegedly used a metal grinder to break through the gate and into the truck. The ex- extravagant theft took place on Saturday, uh, February 11th, the uh, police tweeted. Along with the cream eggs, a number of other chocolate varieties were also stolen. In all, the seized chocolate is thought to be worth about 40,000 British pounds or slightly more than 48,000 American dollars. Uh, he pleaded guilty to that theft. Now, my question, guys, is I don't think it's really funny that he stole a truck, but why the fuck would you steal Cadbury cream eggs? Yeah, I mean, that's Because the the they're delicious. Well, they're, they're, they're delicious, yeah. yes. I, I'm a car, but I'm a caramel egg guy. Cadbury caramel. Caramel eggs egg. are good too. Yeah, I, I'm not a big cream but egg fan. What are you going to do with tw- 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs? Maybe, do do that? maybe he was going to give them away to needy children. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah, I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's why he uh, entered a guilty plea. That's why he <laughs> Dave just <laughs> shakes his head. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, we talked we talked about on this podcast about stealing bull semen, which again was one of those like, what the fuck are you doing? That's right, I right, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. And now we got Cadbury cream eggs. Like, are you? How are you gonna like? You're gonna sell them? Not the terribly different from bull semen. Those yeah, I was gonna say they were essentially, yeah. you know, it's in the same category. You know, you know what's you know maybe worthless to you might be invaluable to somebody else. So, yeah, oh, your okay. reasons. <laughs> but seriously, I mean. It, it is a it's a that's a weird theft. I mean, it you know how long it would take you to eat that many Cadbury cream eggs? I mean, that would be a long time. At least two years, right? I mean, yeah, if you did a hundred thousand per year, you could do. That's like two, two how years. many eggs is that a day? Yeah. Though that's like fucking it. You die die. You die of diabetes before you even got to the next. Yeah, you certainly thousand. Would. You you, certainly you wouldn't would. even make it six months. No, you'd probably no, have diabetes. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, no. you lose a couple. You lose a couple legs at that point. You'd be like, that, "That's why I feel like he's giving them away to needy children." I think, oh. you know, I think he was. He thought, you know, I I can't get out of this, so I'm just going to plead guilty. And oh, kids are going to go hungry and not have any Easter, and I it'll s- be the court's fault. I suppose even if you ate 10 a day, which seems kind of like a lot, but somewhat reasonable, it would still take you 54 years. 10 a day? Can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, yes, I don't for, know. for 54 like, years. Those things are rich as they are. Like, I can't eat more than two. No. And, yeah. Well, no, I'm just you. saying, I, I, th- I believe that I could eat 10 a day. I, I could eat 10 oh, today yeah. or tomorrow. You could eat 10 in one, one day. day. Yeah. Yes. I could probably do that too, but I. Yeah. Oof. I don't think I could do repeating that tomorrow. No, that that's not. the key. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I could. I wouldn't want to. I'm just. I'm thinking I could if I really had to. But yeah, I don't so know sick. that I could do. I don't know if I could do it the next day. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, that's that's no. It, uh, it's making me ill just thinking about eating that many fucking Cadbury cream eggs. Like just, oh, the oh, sugar. Boy. But now oh, it did say diabetes. there were other. There were other bars, right? Yes, there are other bars, but again, like the, the Arrow the C- Bar. Have how many people have had Arrow? I love Arrow. Arrow. Arrow bars. Those Arrows are phenomenal. Are great. The Crunchy Bars. Those are so yeah, good. Yeah, love those. I, might, I bet. I bet I've had like a hundred in my lifetime. Uh, Cadbury cream eggs, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like every year, whether I want it or not, I seem to get like four of the box of four. Whether I want them or not, I get yeah. it. And I seem to eat them eventually. So four See, a year for four. I probably years. eat one every oh, four. Maybe 150. So. Yeah. The the yeah. caramel eggs, man, I've probably had I probably averaged 10, 12 a year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I uh my my point, guys, is the fact that this thing was worth forty eight thousand bucks. I mean, who are you fencing this to? I mean, who are you selling? I mean needy again, kids. That's not yeah. needy kids. Obvious. David, it's not needy kids. How many mean kids? Yeah, I mean, what are you? Two hundred thousand of them. Yeah. <laughs> are, you the, are, you the, are you the are you the Easter bunny? You're gonna go around and they're gonna shower. They're gonna shower Maybe the they need to look London. into that. They're gonna shower the skies of London, cloudy with a chance of meatball style, and just oh, yeah, right. everybody's gonna yeah. hang oh, on yeah. them. Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah, people yeah. steal the crazy yeah. shit. I don't understand. Uh, before you out here, guys. Because you guys brought up Landable Field, I just wanted to talk about this. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. The plan is coming together because it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded to the Jets. It's looking more and more likely, but I don't know. So the deal is he's going to play there for a year. 
and then we're going to get rid of Kirk Cousins after this year, and then That's we're going to sign. The Vikings are going to get relegated this year. <laughs> like they're, they're not even going to be. They're not even going to exist for him to go to them next season. Yeah, they see them, yeah, the Vikings. Are I mean, unless he's going to be like he's going to come to Minnesota and he's going to be their savior. Yeah, yes. but and he's, he's going like to sixty million dollars contract. Like no. Phoenix. He's doing. And, he's going to. He wants to play with Justin Jefferson. That's the deal, right? He's going to come here to play with Justin Jefferson and throw bombs to him all day. It's going to. I, happen, I think guys. he'd rather it's play gonna... with Thielen. Yeah, that's yeah. Point. yeah. He he well, likes those yeah. receivers. He likes those. Yeah, he likes those swamp like uh, under the yeah under the slot kind of receivers. That's why he yeah. likes Randall Cobb so much. And that's yeah. why he liked. Uh, What's the other guy's name? Uh, the, the 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 kid from Kansas. What was his name? Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Jordy. Yeah, Jordy. Yeah. yeah. He did those freaking commercials for Kansas all the time. It's like what yeah. the hell, you know? Jordy uh, but yeah. Is, yeah, you know, I, I'm yeah. still I'm not convinced that he's leaving. I I think all these reports are just BS. I mean, why would in the world would the Packers be clearing like fifty million in cap space if they're not going to keep him? Well, I mean, they're doing everything they can to keep him. Yeah, I, I just that, I, that, I think that's my opinion. That's my opinion. I think they're going to trade him and then they're gonna use all that cap space to get people around Jordan Love to make him look good. But Jordan Love yeah. sucks. <laughs> I mean, who, who are we kidding? Well, does it really does it really matter? Like whether you whether you're a fan of the Vikings or the Packers, does it matter? The Detroit Lions are going to be <laughs> NFC North. They NFC might be North. actually. I, 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 I think I mean, they it, are. I honestly, they the are. Bears will probably be NFC North champions well, before the Bears. They, no, the Bears. Now the Bears got they made a big trade. They, they traded their DJ, first pick. That's true. They, they got did. DJ Moore now. They got an extra yep. pick. They got a couple of extra and picks. And they still they, got they, they move. Yeah, they yeah they trade the number one overall pick, but they're still going the top. They're still top going number nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good trade. Yeah, I yeah. I just thought it was going to be somebody else, like uh, the Colts or whoever else. But yeah, so good for the, the Panthers. Going to draft Stetson Bennett? <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know I I don't know anything other than. Ethan Finley's a Wisconsin player. There you go. Hey, and I guarantee you. And I guarantee you. We were so past that. Yeah, we were so past. Ethan Finley is so past now. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't brought that up for a while, and we were so past. I, I, yeah, I felt like I needed to. No, no. (laughs) I, I just. It was within context, so I. It was. It was. It was. I just. I, I think it's amazing that. Another Packer will be traded to a Packer quarterback would trade to the Jets. I'm just yeah. I'm like, and like, then it, like, it, it is funny, but yeah, it's like, what the fuck? And then I got a feeling this was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers if he goes to the Jets. He's going to have a shitty year like Brett Favre did, and he's going to fucking say he's retiring. I, and then teams are going to try to bring him out of retirement, and that's what's going to happen. And not, I'm not saying the Vikings will. It's it's funny because it's on the same path, but I think other teams will try to bring him out of retirement. I think but the right. difference is, though, I think the Jets right now are significantly better than the Jets that Brett Favre went to. So I honestly, I'd be really yeah. if that if that trade happened, I'd be really curious to watch the Jets and see how they do next year. Because I, I also well, think that Rogers' time at the Jets will not be marred by dick pics. <laughs> no, that's no. the other thing. That's no, true. it'll yeah, it'll be marred, marred by darkness retreats. Yeah. And ayahuasca, yeah. yeah, and also not his retirement also and not be marred clear, by uh, giving money to taking money from charities either. The yeah. other, the other conspiracy theory, and the problem with like 
you know, Rodgers to the Jets, then to the Vikings is I, I don't think Rodgers has the desire to play football into his 40s like Brett Favre did. I just I don't. Well, no, don't, and that's that is true. I, I don't think I think Rodgers could literally just hang it up and he'd be fine. That's another yeah. option. Well, the reason that uh, Brett Favre did because he had those lawsuits happening. I mean, the dick pics and then the other shit, and you know. Can't keep it. That Wrangler money that he was getting, that Wrangler jeans money, was not making it, you know, work for him. Right. I mean, he wasn't getting yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I had to bring that up, guys. Uh, anything we want to talk about before we get out of here? Any other stuff, non-pack oh, related. I, I, I want to give I, David. I know you did, but I, I'll give a shout out to Carlos Cornell's beard last night. I know you brought right. it up. Yeah, it, it was uh, pretty he, impressive. He he looked like he belonged in Bemidji. With a flannel. They also had, and they an also had uh, yes. They also had uh, who's, who's a dude who had the long flowing blonde hair, uh, hockey hair. Turkin. Oh yeah, Tolkien, John Tolkin. Tolkin, Tolkin. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We had the, you know was, the hockey yeah. tournament going on. It, I mean, he. I get. I'll say this about him. I mean, he certainly stands out on the pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't miss. Oh, people! People at the stadium were booing him every single time he got the ball, though. He, they and then the way his hair. And then the way he the the yeah. way that he wears his socks. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't do that. What? I mean, they're so low. They like, are so low. Yeah. Aren't you? I miss that. Getting kicked in the shin. Like, I. Yeah. I don't know. There were a couple people like that last night. Actually, there were a couple people that had low that. socks. Like, I couldn't. I, it, when I played soccer. My shin pads went up to my knees. I yeah, could never. I don't know why yeah. you wouldn't. Yeah. I don't, want, don't need a broken shin for Pete's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. He had, his his hair is very. You can tell he takes a lot of time before the game prepping his hair. I mean, I can just <laughs> yes, tell. <laughs> he probably does a certain amount of brush strokes, you know, to get it, you know, all nice and kind of, you know. Yeah. I I definitely prefer the Valentin look myself. Uh, you know, sure. keeping nice and tight. Oh, sure, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you can tell Valentin has some probably fairly long flowing hair as well, but he keeps it, yeah, it you know, tight in that little whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a man, though. Looks good. Yeah. So now we're done uh, talking about other dudes' looks. Uh, we should yeah. probably get out of here. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> nah. So uh, game next weekend against uh, Colorado in Colorado. Uh, and it should be a, it should be a great one. Uh, So for myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Loons. Go Loons. Go Loons.